Well, a very pleasant good day. Welcome to Moments of Assurance Weekend here on Worldwide KFUO. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. Great to be along with you. This is the first weekend that we have the program on here at 7.45 a.m. on Saturday and on Sunday. So please spread the word if you would. If you have a comment or a question, you can send me a tweet at RevHawk. Or you can email me at mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. Hey, wouldn't it be really great to have no worries in life at all? I mean, wouldn't it be fantastic to be able to travel through life without that gnawing sense of anxiety in your stomach and mind, at least at times? Of course, due to sin, there will always be some anxiety. However, there need not be any ruling or overarching anxiety to hold down your joy in Jesus Christ today. The Apostle Paul once wrote to the Philippians, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing. So what are you anxious about this blessed day? Are you anxious for nothing? Or are you, on the other hand, anxious about something? Are you in the no worries category or in the yes worries category today. Maybe it's your money or your job, your health or your honey. A friend you may have offended or whether perhaps the end of the world will come today. You might be uptight about a lot of things. In your life right now, your job may be pressing you. The neighbors next door may be giving you difficulties. What do you do when things pile up and get to you? When things really get to you, what do you do? In the book of Proverbs, it says that anxious thoughts weigh a man down. Anxious thoughts are heavy. Indeed, the U.S. Public Health Service issued a statement some time ago about the tendency of worry to weaken and shorten life. And it reads in part, So far as is known, No bird ever tried to build more nests than its neighbors. (laughs) No fox ever fretted because it had only one hole in which to hide. And no squirrel ever died of anxiety, lest it should not lay enough for two winters instead of one. And no dog ever lost sleep over the fact that it had not enough bones laid aside for the declining years. Well, the truth is, worry wrecks havoc. It makes you ineffective, it makes you inefficient, it weakens you for the long pull of life, and it causes the focus of your life's attention to be on you instead of the one who died for you. And when the arrow points in the wrong direction, that's when those anxiety pains really begin to set in. And instead of no worries, you have that pressing anxiety weight to literally get you down and to make you frown. Instead of relying on him, you and I falsely think that the answer to this dilemma or that lies within. However, not so. You soon discover that's just not the case. And sometimes you even become one, a basket case that is. The Health and Balance newsletter has these comments regarding excessive worrying. First, This author defines worrying as feeling uneasy or being overly concerned about a situation or a problem. However, with excessive worrying, your mind 
and your body go into overdrive as you constantly focus on what might happen. And really, that's all you can think about is what might happen. What you have conjured up in your imagination, all the terrible things that could possibly take place. And even if you are somehow on your own able to put down those anxious thoughts, frankly, it doesn't take long for them to return. So instead of no worries, you get plenty of scurries and hurries in life, and things just continue to be filled with that ongoing rat race of trying to keep up with life and trying to deal with all these anxious thoughts. And indeed, anxious thoughts reigning supreme, and the Lord himself, well, somehow he's just not foremost on your day's agenda. And this article goes on to say, in the midst of excessive worrying, you may suffer a high anxiety. You may even panic during waking hours. In fact, many chronic worriers tell of feeling a sense of impending doom or unrealistic fears that only increase their worries. Chronic worrying, the article states, can affect your daily life to such an extent that it may interfere with your appetite, with your lifestyle habits, relationships. It can keep you from sleeping at night. It can affect your job performance. Wow, did I miss anything? You know, many people who worry excessively are so anxiety-ridden that they seek relief in harmful lifestyle habits such as overeating or drugs and or alcohol. Stressful events such as, well, like a test or a job interview can make anybody feel a bit anxious. But excessive worriers, they react quickly. They react intensely to those stressful situations and triggers. Those who are beset by ongoing fears have a tough time shaking their worries and may actually experience physical symptoms. Indeed, they may experience them, such as hypertension, hyperventilation, dizziness, and other harmful symptoms as well. Somebody once said, when you worry about tomorrow, that's double trouble for today? Well then, how in this world can you be happy and rejoice in the Lord always, as the Apostle Paul exhorted the Philippians, when you're not free to do so? Well, it's because tomorrow's troubles are also today's. This is what King Hezekiah did in the Old Testament when he was beset by serious troubles. It seems that the Assyrians were attacking Jerusalem with a large army and beginning to overpower it. And the situation indeed looked hopeless. King Sennacherib ridiculed Hezekiah mercilessly. Sennacherib made fun of Hezekiah's misfortune by writing him a letter with insults about God in order to make the devout king lose all hope. But instead of losing hope, Hezekiah went into the temple he spread out the letter in front of God. He bowed down with his face touching the ground, and he prayed a heartfelt prayer. Yes, King Hezekiah prayed a heartfelt prayer, something you and I can do, knowing full well that his ears are already bent in your direction. So let me encourage you this morning here on this weekend edition of Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO. By the way, I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. Let me encourage you to lay your case, whatever it might be, before the Almighty. Because do you think for even one moment 
that a God who sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to die for all your sins is not going to respond to the lesser needs that you face from day to day? Come on. Of course he will. He's the one who said, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and he who knocks the door will be opened in some way, perhaps even today. Well, you know, his answers uh, come not like a genie in a bottle, but like the heavenly father he truly is, who knows how and when to respond his way. And I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want it any other way. St. Paul, in his letter to the Philippians, writes, The Lord is at hand. He's handy, handy for you today. Don't be anxious about anything, Paul writes. Yes, the Lord is indeed at hand. Just being reminded about that, you know what? That has a way of squelching your fears about tomorrow or the next day or even beyond, putting you into that no worries category. One author has written, Yesterday's troubles are written in sand brushed out of existence by God's own hand. The things of the future our hearts may fear may all be resolved when tomorrow is near. Out of a lifetime, these hours alone, the hours of today are completely our own. So as each sun is setting, there's reason to say, thanks, Lord, for your gifts, and above all, for this day. St. Paul wrote, but in everything... By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You know, the Living Bible is not a translation, but it is a commentary, and uh, it's really quite accurate with the original here. And the Living Bible states, don't worry about anything, pray about everything, tell God all your needs and don't forget to thank him for his answers. If you do this, you will experience God's peace, which is far more wonderful than the human mind can understand. His peace will keep your thoughts quiet and at rest as you trust in Christ Jesus. Indeed, tell him every detail and say thank you in advance before even getting the answer. And his peace will come, and you will be able to go forward without excessive worry, and really with no worry at all. One author has written, I read about a man who handled worry in a creative fashion. I mean, there seemed to be so many things to worry about that he decided to set aside one single day each week to worry. Well, as the worries occurred, he would write them down and put them in his, what he called a worry box. <laughs> then on Worry Wednesday, I guess that's the day he picked, he would read through each worry and, well, to his utter amazement, most of the things that he was disturbed about had been already settled or had been taken care of in some other way. And thus he learned that there was seldom a justifiable reason to worry. Ha! What do you mean? Worry Wednesday? One need not wait to check off a worry as having been completed or taken care of for any special day. Indeed, as you say thank you for each care, you can dare to say to the Lord, I trust in you for it. I know you're good for it, God. I know you're good for it. Jesus, the one you sent to die for my sins, you, you know, 
I know you're good for it. The scriptures exhort you and me to trust in the Lord at all times. The psalmist once wrote, those who trust in the Lord are as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and even forevermore. Indeed, the Lord is never not around. Never not around. Recently, I saw a worry survey that says 40% of the things we worry about never happen. 30% are in the past and can't be helped. 12% concern the affairs of others that are not our business. 10% are about sickness, either real or imagined. And 8% are really worth worrying about. But even the 8% supposedly worth worrying about aren't really worth it. Consider this. One pitch black night, a man was walking down an unfamiliar road. On either side was a deep ravine. Suddenly, he stepped into space and began to fall. Thinking that he was falling to a certain death, he began flailing his arms and clutching for anything he could get his hands on. He was able to grasp a bush along the side. He held on for dear life. It was agony. At last, in weakness and despair, he let go. And he dropped six inches to the bottom of the ditch. Think of the needless agony you go through in your life because you didn't let go sooner. Let go. Let God have it. Cast all your care upon him because he cares for you. I mean, just think. That's present tense of the verb. He's in the process of caring. Why don't you be in the process of casting? Thanks a lot for being along. Join me each weekend for Moments of Assurance, 7.45 a.m. on Saturday and Sunday, and throughout the week from 12 to 1 for the weekday Moments of Assurance. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Thanks so much for being along. God's richest blessings be with you this day and throughout the week. Keep it here. Been listening to Moments of Assurance with Pastor Mark Hawkinson. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. You can email Pastor Hawkinson at mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. That's mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. Hear Moments of Assurance weekdays at noon on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news.